Failing sucks a lot, especially when we are older. Failure shoves right in our face that something we wanted to be successful at didn't work. But you know what? And take this with a grain of salt. It's okay. Is failure fun? No. Should we accept it as a finality? Sometimes. But is failure okay? Absolutely. It's what we do next about the failure that makes the big difference. Welcome to the Everything ECE podcast. I am your host, Carla Ward, and in today's episode, we are going to look at supporting children to embrace failure and maybe learn a bit about failing for ourselves. Today's episode is sponsored by Playbox by The Elf Shop, a seasonal early childhood subscription box. Support children's growth and development through play-based learning. Each box contains toys and loose parts that have endless imaginative pieces. Visit shop.elfoundations.com to learn more. So failure, when did that become the new F word? I mean, come on, the original one is still so good. Merriam-Webster defines failure as lack of success. It does not mean the end of all trying or all success ceasing to exist. It merely means a lack of success in a moment. So why, when we fail, is it so hard for us to move forward? Often failing results in us choosing not to talk about it or making jokes and light of the situation. For most, I know this to be true for myself, it's because we didn't live up to expectations. Or hang on, we didn't live up to what we think the expectations are. Maybe we feel like we've let someone down. I know that I was for a very long time the person that went to bed replaying and reliving my failures through my mind, thinking that I let someone down and what I could have done instead. I would feel it in my stomach. I would let my failure consume me and block my ability to move forward. I remember when I was 17, I needed to pass my G2 so that I could drive myself to college in the fall. Passed my G1, no problem. Did the driving school. But on the day of the test, I failed. My driving instructor drove me home, and as soon as I saw my mom, I crumbled. I broke down, bawling my eyes out. I was not good at failure. I am very grateful because although my parents were sympathetic to the situation, my parents have never been ones to let me quit. I'm pretty sure I would have been just as happy getting a ride from other people than taking my G2 again if my parents hadn't made me. Fast forward a few years to owning a business and I had to get better at being okay with failing. It was the only way I was going to learn and grow. Even now as a tutor, I have been with some of my grade 12s since they were in kindergarten. And here we are working on university applications and working through learning skills. So much of what I do is study habits and growth mindset. I have one student who hasn't needed me for years His academics come to him easily, and he has had a successful academic career thus far. However, this year in grade 12, he is starting to hit some rough patches, and he doesn't know how to handle it. I told his parents that I'm so glad he is learning the struggle now, because it would have been a really big shock to have to learn away at university, away from his parents and his support system. Not knowing what to do when you fall literally or figuratively can be detrimental to your future. I even notice now with the kindergarten children that I'm working with that some of them do not like to lose or make mistakes. 
This is totally developmentally appropriate and there is nothing wrong with wanting to win. But some of the reactions involve complete shutdown and refusal to try again. Failure is an amazing learning opportunity for students and I get so excited when they lose or fail. Is it great that a kindergartner can learn to read? Sure. Will it help them in grade one? Sure. In reading. But is it the most important thing about being a kindergartner? Absolutely not. Social development and development of those critical thinking skills is the most important thing a kindergartner can learn. If a child or any person of any age for that fact does not know how to lose, take criticism or feedback, their future relationships, friendships, romantic and work are going to be affected. So what can we do in the early years to set children up for successful failures? First off, we need to come from a place of responsiveness, not reaction. If a child is walking across a balance beam or jumping from tree log to tree log and they fall, often our initial reaction is to rush over and make a big deal. Oh my gosh, that was such a big fall. You need to be careful. Instead, let's change our language. What happened? Are you okay? Changing to these phrases has the child assess the situation themselves rather than feeding off the adult's reaction. This allows them to look at risk factors and solutions on future adventures. And as a side note, please don't ever tell a child they are okay if they are upset. I speak as someone who used to do this, thinking that I was making them tougher. And over the years, I have corrected my behavior. Telling a child they're okay does not validate their feelings and over time can cause a need for extrinsic motivation and an internal confusion of how they're feeling. Another thing we can do to support embracing failure is helping to develop a growth mindset. Not being able to do something does not make someone bad at it. A great example in the older years is how many of us say that we are bad at math. You're not bad at math. Math is just something that you have to work really hard at maybe. And some of us choose not to because it's not something that we care about enough. It's not something we want to push ourselves to be successful at. And that's okay. We do not have to be successful at everything or want to be. But accepting that we are a failure at something that we want to be good at is not okay. There is a great program for educators out of Stanford University by Joe Bowler called U-Cubed. And it talks all about mathematical mindset based off of Carol Dweck's research on growth mindset. Basically, it talks about how when we make mistakes, synapses fire in our brain. We are actually helping our brains when we make mistakes. How amazing is that? We do not have to wait until elementary school to start instilling a growth mindset in children. In fact, the earlier we can support children in developing a growth mindset, the sooner we will have children who embrace failure and the challenges and accomplishments that come with it. Embracing failure and having a growth mindset builds resilient children. A growth mindset, as set out by Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset, describes people who believe that their success depends on time and effort. People with a growth mindset feel their skills and intelligence can be improved with effort and persistence. They embrace challenges, overcome obstacles, learn from criticism, and seek out inspiration in others' successes. 
With young children, the language we use is so powerful in helping build that growth mindset. And not just the language we use when talking to them, but our own self-talk. So instead of saying things like, I'm not good at this, try, I need to try a different way. Instead of, you're so smart, and we've all said that at some point, try, your hard work is really paying off. Changing our language helps support how a child's self-talk develops. By developing a growth mindset and becoming comfortable with failure, children start to develop intrinsic motivation, the personal satisfaction they feel when they have accomplished something. This is different from extrinsic motivation, which is when there is outside motivation, like the praise of a teacher or parent, money, or award. Those things can be lovely, but they will not support a student when they fall. When children and adults have intrinsic motivation, they are more likely to push themselves harder and be more successful in achieving their goals, even if they fail a few times along the way. I always like to remind my students that fail stands for first attempt in learning. I do so hope that you found today's episode insightful. Growth mindset and embracing failure is something that I am very passionate about and see time and time again how crucial it is to a child's success. Make sure to check out our Instagram account and show notes for today's episode at elfoundations.com slash five. I have put together a list of resources both for educators and children on failure and growth mindset that will help you in supporting children's development. Bye for now.